Hello and welcome to You Can't Go Back. I'm Silas Weathercock and I'm joined by Mr. Kenny Jorgensen and Mrs. Elizabeth Jorgensen. Please join us. Okay. And all right, so I was thinking what is the most important room in a house? Like what's your favorite room inside of a house? I already know yours. Can, can we expose that yet or are we going to wait? Yeah, yeah, okay, no. Yeah, I think mine mine is definitely the bathroom. Yes. Because but yes. I think but I'll tell you why because I realize every time I take a shit in a nice bathroom, <laughs> like you know when you're, you know when you're sitting in a nice bathroom, you think, for some reason, I feel vi- like it's the time, the one time that I feel very privileged to live in the first world, mm. and I feel like wow, like how unbelievably terrible would it be to have to? Because I'm a private person, so you, the the idea that you get this, you get to close the door and you're in a clean bathroom in a nice toilet that's not gross you know what I mean and you get to just sit there and enjoy your shit imagine if you were like in jail or something like that where you're shitting in front of other people or you had to go like oh, squat out in a hole yeah. you know something like that it's for some reason so when you're in a nice bathroom that's when I really sense more than any other time for some reason yes. the luxury of the first world okay but if you grew up not having that then it, maybe it wouldn't have felt important to you yeah, Does that maybe. make sense? Yeah. So like that's important to you and it would be humiliating and embarrassing being in a in a prison situation because you grew up with privacy and in clean situations. You know what I mean? Right, yeah, yeah. So, but like if you were if you were born in another country and didn't have access to that, would it matter to you? Yeah, I guess it's kind of like um when I think about like rich people, you think about all the stuff they have. And I think about, like, you know, like having like a Mercedes Benz or like a mansion. I think about it and I'm like, yeah, I, I really don't care. Like, that's not important. But you, know you want I mean? the perfect But bathroom. imagine if they had to like come down and imagine if they, you know, had like a marble bath and they had to like come shit in one of our bathrooms, like at my apartment. What's wrong with my bathroom? Well, we don't think there is. So, but right, th- so to I've them, been... there would be something wrong. Right? Liz? Right. Do you agree? I'm... Like, if they had to go shit in my apartment, so like, this it, is nasty. So point, I feel privileged yeah. to shit in my bathroom. But if they had to shit in my bathroom, they'd be like, this is terrible. Like, how do people live like this? Did you guys ever go to a friend's house when you were younger to sleep over or, or what have you? And you went to the bathroom, and either the bathroom was A, carpeted, or no. B, or B, it had the, uh, the cover on the lid that, that had the, the carpet type oh, cover yeah. on oh, top yeah. of it. Yeah. And then it had the, the mesh uh, a seat. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, that, uh, Our grandparents have that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, kind of like never... the cushion seat where you're like sinking yeah, it's into like, like, it's like, like it's a, seat. It's yeah. like, poof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, our, yeah, our grandparents had that. It always made me feel yeah. uncomfortable. Okay. Always. Yeah. I've always preferred the hard cold shell yeah because you know why it feels like the cushion is going to deteriorate (laughs) yeah yeah no and it does not seem hygienic well especially yeah the carpet oh god well here's the thing i feel like carpeted bathrooms i have been in a carpeted bathroom but it's been a very long time because i feel like that was going back in my childhood and i feel like at this point it's all been it just made no sense to have a carpeted bathroom because if that toilet overflows which you know over time there's a good chance of that I mean, that oh, would be a nightmare. Disgusting. Well, you know what we're all worried about, right? Like, beyond, like, overflow? What else would you get? What, what's the first you thing that comes to your mind? You get piss all over the floor. Uh, okay. Also, besides piss. 
Just like poop, poop flakes. Yes, poop flakes. Yeah, and they just get stuck in the carpet. Yeah. Yeah, it's just there oh, forever. Oh, so sick. There yeah. forever. Okay. Yeah. Should we switch subjects? Well, okay. No, we'll switch. We oh wait, no favorite. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, being an HGTV <laughs> uh, fan, I'd say. The kitchen. Yes. Because, like, not only do you spend a lot of time there, like, it's typically seen from, like, the living area. Everywhere, yeah. And when you're purchasing a house, it's super important to have a kitchen that you love because it would be the most expensive to redo. Mm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like, when I do, like, house searches for fun or whatever, like, the kitchen is always the thing that... It draws me in the most. It's like number one on your wish list, like yeah. when you're going like find a house. Yeah, that's interesting because they. I was listening to this interview. I don't even know who the guy was, but he was like a you know he was a billionaire because he was just like a top investor, and he was talking about owning a big house, and he said he got to the point where he kept downsizing his house because he goes the reality is I had this huge living room, this huge dining space. And, you know, all these dens and all these nooks and crannies. But the, the, he's like, the thing is, I, the, I spent time in the bathroom, the kitchen, and my bedroom. And that was about it. He goes, I didn't go into my living room. I didn't go into the dining area. I didn't go into the, the game room that I had. You know what I mean? He's like, I'm in my kitchen, I'm in my bathroom, or I'm, I'm in my bedroom. And that actually makes a lot of sense. And, and I actually kind of feel the same way. I spend very little. How much time do you think people actually spend in their living room? How important is it to have a big, spacious living room? Because to me, I, for me personally, I'm not like a couch potato type guy. I don't spend a lot of time in, I, I actually do spend a ton of time in the kitchen though. So I'm, I'm with Liz, like the kitchen or the restroom or, or yeah, just, just yeah. laying in bed or, and a lot of times instead of like sitting on the couch, I'll go like sit down and like lay in the bed and read a book or something like that. So yeah, if you think about it, like how much time do you really spend? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. But do most people want, for most people, would the living room be the best room? I think so. So I, I like the idea. I like the idea of a large living space just for wanting to host people, but it never happens. Right. So once that idea kind of like goes out the window, I'm like, okay, no, it, it's not going to happen. Then I'm like, okay, what else is more important to me? I like the idea of a really nice, like, cozy bedroom, and I also like the idea of, like, a secret room. Mm. Like a, yeah, like, yeah. Like a hidden room off somewhere. Yeah. Um, I, like, I, I've always, I've seen, like, rooms that are hidden with, like, a, a, a secret door. You, like, there are companies that exist, and the sole purpose for them existing is to come into your home and find a spot where they can, like, create an unknown or secret space and it's hard to get to yeah and it's just hidden and it's just like that is a big trend happening right now in fact i think there's like a whole subreddit about that like secret rooms Mm. and like old secret rooms but now there's this craze going on right now where people who if they design their own home or they have a new home a lot of people are like really into the idea of the revolving I bookshelf. I would absolutely do that if I was designing yeah, a new home. Yeah. Like it would no, be a how must would have. you how would you design like how secret would you want the secret room to be? Like something that would be almost impossible for someone to find who Oh yeah. 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 Like something the, really the only hard. way that you yeah. could find it is if you had the plans for the house. 
um, or somebody. Would you like the idea of a secret room that required like a like descending staircase or ascending staircase? A staircase, or would you just like it to be just sort of adjacent to like? I wouldn't mind adjacent. Be I, I kind of like the idea of somebody walking, like, like oh why isn't this like they're able to figure out like okay this room is over here this room is here this wall is here it's like wait there's a missing space like what's this missing space how do we get to this you know because it creates like yeah, this of like right. mystery or whatever so I kind of like that um, there's that very like cool like secret garden aspect of like having to like descend down a secret staircase and you know kind of push off to a for you know I that's kind of cool too but yeah it's, it's interesting it seems too exotic to me it's I interesting guess. too because a lot of times you you know especially like in these early cases of like serial killers and stuff like like John Wayne Gacy had this secret room like that a lot of people didn't know about where he was bringing his victims or whatever and he was oh I have this secret space or so I think originally like secret spaces kind of had like this creepy as well. Yeah, like well, a yeah. creepy oh, okay. vibe. But when I think of a secret space, though, I just think of, like you said, like a secret garden. It's a place where, it, again, like my, like I was saying about the bathroom. Place for it, solace. It, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's your yeah. space. Not in, not very many other people are going to go in there. It's just your own little private sanctuary. You know what I mean? Okay, so this reminds me. So we, we live in Phoenix for the eight listeners that listen. And... Um, we used to, when we were younger, we used to drive up Camelback Mountain, and there was a castle that oh. was abandoned up there, and we did some research and found out more about it. And that place, do you remember, had mm-hmm. a bunch of secret. So the yeah. so what happened was so back in the eighties, a dentist owned the property, this castle on top of Camelback Mountain, and he used to hold sick fucking parties. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and he had a whole bunch of rooms that were built in this castle that were um, themed essentially. So you had a sex room, you had a coke room, you had a, a what have you, like a pot room or whatever. So everything was themed, and it was infamous for these types of parties where these people would show up and you know, you do drugs, drink alcohol, and, and have a lot of orgies. Um, so that, that's kind of like the, uh, the, what am I thinking of? The, the, but there was like, I don't know. There was like one specifically cause we had friends that ended up breaking in there and living there for a few weeks. And they said that there was one that had like a miniature door that you had to like crawl to get into. Oh, you remember that? Yeah, that was, that was really peculiar. Yeah. Almost like it was made for like, uh. Like, yeah, like smaller people or whatever, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and then there were, like, cha- like stuff to, like, hook up chains on chains, the Chains, and like then there was mirrors. There was, there was whole rooms that, like, the ceiling and the walls were just mirrors. So it was, like, I, you know, you assume that, you know, people get off on, like, watching or whatever. Yeah, that's in- – it's interesting – you know, you think about how much poverty there is, but it's it's interesting. And I guess this has always been true throughout time, but it's just this idea of how many people struggle from paper. But then somebody who has so much money that they just are able to just throw it away on just complete, like, frivolous pleasure like that. You know, it's, it's interesting. You know, this, you know, this, this whole idea of once you get, like, that kind of money. 
Yeah, and what what's interesting about it is I always wondered was that did he have another house where he had his responsibilities, his you know, his family, and then that was his retreat, a secret place where he would go with you know what I'm saying? I think there or, was enough or space. Or was he just there single? There was enough space and, there to to do both, I would think. Yeah, but I feel like No, that would have been if he had a family, I don't think that you would raise a family in a house like that. And, and oh, the, I no. guess I guess yeah. in my mind when I thought about it back in the day, I always pictured him being single, right? Single, yeah. yeah and yeah. he was just living you know, living a bachelor life, a crazy yeah. bachelor life, yeah. Don Draper didn't live there. He That's did, true. You know, so I mean things change. Things are how they are. Yeah, but when it goes to like secret rooms, I guess I do think of like almost the Victorian Kind of like oh, know, yeah. the, the typical, yeah. you know, revolving bookshelf. Uh-huh. Right. Oh, what was that movie yeah. called with uh, 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 Nicole Kidman around the time of like 2001? Oh, oh yeah. Was, was something Space? Something? No, it wasn't Space. It was with this Victorian house and she ended up being dead. Or the something. Others? The Others! Yeah. It was The Others. It was a yeah. good, good movie. And what was the one where someone breaks in and they, they lock themselves into this... Safety space with like a oh like, oh uh, uh uh panic room panic room yeah with uh, Jodie Foster yeah and uh, Forrest Whitaker yeah that was a really good movie I remember that one that was really good yeah so it's like like and when I guess the idea is like a lot of people do have panic rooms right so in case there's a situation where someone breaks yeah. in that you could go in there and shut it and it was ba- yeah. it's basically almost unopenable see you know? I would rather have something like that than say uh, I don't know why this is kind of weird a gun or something. Like I'd rather have some place where yeah, me too. Yeah, right. Rather yeah, than have something to to kill with, I don't know. That's yeah, just... oh, absolutely. Because I have yeah, I have no interest in and having a situation where you know you would have to shoot somebody. And then not only that, but like okay, I'm gonna get into something else. So do you want to know? So one of the biggest reasons why I ha- why I would prefer that. So being honest, I I'm always afraid that I would I would freeze. In that situation. You know what? That's... So, if I'm afraid that I'm going to freeze in that situation, why would I want to be in that situation in the first place? Right, I agree. I'd rather just retreat and be safe elsewhere, you know, get my family somewhere safe. I, You know what I mean? You know, a lot of people, it, it's kind of like Adam, like, you know, my friend Adam, like, he, you know, he went to two tours of duty, like, in Afghanistan. He said that he, he saw, like, a few skirmishes where, you know, shots were fired in anger, right? So they had these firefights. And he said it was always the guys that talked the most trash about how they were going to kick some ass. That were always the most... That were a little squeamish. And and it was always the guys that was like, I hope we don't see anything. I hope nothing happens. I hope nothing happens. That seemed to really rise to the occasion and just act. Projection is big, man. Yeah. So And you don't know really how you would act. That's why when there's like all these mass shootings, people say like, oh man, I do this, that. But you really don't know. Once those shots start firing, like... You really don't know what you have, you know? It, 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 might, it might actually surprise you. Well. You know what it, it reminds me of? So back, uh, so the school, uh, the school that got shut up in Florida, we have to specify which school. Um, Parkland. It was, par, was at Parkland, Florida. The, uh, the security guard, they, they started oh, yeah. shitting on the fucking security guard. Right, they he, said he was cowardly. Because he, he, he was cowardly because he, he didn't, didn't go in, in to... And ki- try to shoot, you know, have a shootout. Dear yeah. God, you do not know how you act in that situation. So everybody says that he w- he caught that he was the reason the all these kids fucking died, right? Yeah. Because he didn't go in because he was afraid. Th- this was a retired police officer, right? Yeah. Who was working security. He was like seventy years old or something like that. 
Yeah, he was pretty... I think he was in his, like, late 60s, yeah. You know? He was... Yeah. And people are blaming him and scapegoating him. Is that right? No. Is it his fault that those kids fucking died? No, it's not. There's and this... they're blaming somebody, and they're... I don't know. I'm very... That always rubbed me the wrong way when that story Wait, came but, out. But was it his responsibility to do more? Sure, it could have been, but it's... But they're, they're misplaced... They're... they're Focusing their right. anger and frustration on somebody that that's not the issue. That's not the problem. Right. Yeah. Right. You know? But but if it were your kid at that school, you'd be thinking, who was there? Who who signed up to keep my kid safe and had the tools necessary for it, and then just fucking. Didn't if get I it. leave my kid at some place, I've relinquished a whole bunch of. Things that are in my control, period. And you can't expect anything. It's the same reason why you can't expect to drive down the road and expect that other people are going to be safe around you. You, you yeah. can't. So you, it you, really you let go of control. It you can't really, expect it. It really oh. bothers me. What really bothers me is anytime something tragic happens, that people play the blame game. This person's responsible. They, they need to do this. Uh, like, you know, how many people, granny dies in the, in the hospital and they blame the doctors. They could have kept her life. It's like, but at what point do you take a look and say, this was an unfortunate thing that happened. Nobody's to blame. It just, it's something that happens and it sucks and just go through the grieving process. Isn't that so much more mature than just trying to blame everybody and just try to act like if you had done this or that, that, you know, I can understand that there's a certain point where negligence plays in like gross negligence but I feel like in this case, when some when somebody's expected to run in as a basic security guard and risk their life to like you know engage with an active shooter, it's just it's asking a lot. You know what I mean? Not not everybody's going to do that. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying the problem yeah. isn't him. The problem is the fact that we're enabling this to happen in the first place. I guess. Yeah. No, I know. We're we're looking you know for. Yeah. Yeah. Of I, course, I, as a parent, you're going to be fucking so angry. Like, but okay, but so he, here's what this conversation is making me think of: secret rooms, school shootings. What if there was a panic room in each classroom? In, in every each classroom, oh, yeah, that's, yeah. secret room. All right, so we've got the former teacher here. Let, let's so as soon as you hear yeah. boom, boom, you hear the gunshot. Boom! In, into the panic right, room. Wait, no, no, no. I would love to hear firsthand from Elizabeth. And I've got to hear it. And I don't think I've ever asked you this before. What would happen during... This makes me sound like so stupid and in... Just just not... Uh, God, I'm so dumb. What, what, would, what would happen during a situation or an active shooter in... So... In your school? Okay, so background for those listening. I... Um, was a teacher from 2007 until 2017. Um, and towards the end of my teaching career, I was in administration and we used to sit down and have meetings. I was on the safety committee and the conversations that used to be about putting speed bumps in the parking lot would turn to how they needed to put bulletproof glass in the office and have a button that would release them 
to allow guests to come in because our office was you came in the front door and then you had access to the rest of the the campus from there with nothing stopping you in between and so they started talking about that and we started talking about we would have drills um like we always had lockdown drills but the lockdown drills used to be about in, in case of an emergency in the area if there if there was a criminal in the area and we had to go in lockdown or um if there were like a gas leak or something and we needed to get the kids inside like how that would happen and then it would turn to our conversations became okay what if an active shooter comes in and has a gun at the principal's head and is telling him to say something what code word or what could we say what could the principal say that the staff would know that there's a gun pointed at the principal's head and like so it was interesting from 2007 to 2017 seeing how those conversations had to progress and just like how desensitized we had to be to the conversations like it was like it was almost like robotic and like we were checking off a checklist and like you just had to in those conversations try not to think about the fact that that could actually happen or that that has happened or that that's something that you could face like I remember every time there was a school shooting while I was a teacher, I would think about, okay, if this happens, how do I go from getting the door locked to positioning my my students and myself within the classroom with what between us and the windows and hearing like how teachers had like locked themselves in cabinets or like, you know, whatever or closets and thinking, Oh man, I wish we had closets because then there wouldn't be window access to our room. And, you know, it's scary that teachers have to worry about not only teaching and supplies and like being engaging to their students, but now also have to worry about like a plan. If, if someone comes in trying to shoot, um, it's but you know it, it it makes me think about and I don't know that I don't and probably not a lot of people think about this but you hear a lot of stories about South America, Africa, a lot of countries through the world in the world tip usually eastern Europe um usually third world countries where war torn countries where maybe warlords come in and start doing some shooting like it kind of reminds me of these really extreme violent conflicts that really are an everyday reality for people in the third world. It's really strange how like in some weird way I, I think about this. It's like maybe we're starting to get a taste of what a lot of parts of the world it's have funny. and do experience. It's funny that you bring that and up. And it's terrible that we because have to. You but. know for the past 20 years ever since um, the instability that kind of was created with the you know the vacuum in the, the Middle East <clears throat> – um, you know how every so often we'd hear about suicide bombers in Iraq and you know yeah uh, Pakistan and Saudi Arabia yeah and they all just that. goes off so it goes, yeah. so like like oh wait uh, oh, oh five people died twelve people died three people died you know like suicide bomber suicide bomber we realize that the same fucking thing is happening in the United States right every fucking day yep yeah. 
And so we were so shock in shock and awe. We keep hearing about these fucking like, uh, grenades like exploding with exploding with nails. You know, it's some restaurant in those countries. Yeah. At, you know, and it's like, oh god, I cannot believe that that's happening there. Right. And we all thought that, and it's the same thing is happening here with fucking guns. Right. People, it, it, it's no joke. It's the same fucking thing. Well, and here's another interesting thing. And people don't, people aren't even connecting because you know that so so far away. It's like, oh, that's terrorism. That's terrorism. But like, right? well, here's here's another thing. It it just takes on different forms, right? Because it's like we here see beheadings, like you know, with the cartels in Mexico or in the Middle East with the you know Islamic extremism, like mm. beheading. Like, oh my God, beheadings, beheadings. But think about how many like serial killers. How often are like like if you look at the number of serial killers, isn't that sort of kind of a uniquely like there's serial killers everywhere, but isn't it like the frequency of serial killers like disproportionately like an American thing? There's something different about there's something different about it, especially in, in the, the United States, right? Yeah, like in it North exi- in, it has existed in, North, in every part in of North the world. America. I think it's right. I think it's like North America, maybe, uh, um, probably yeah. some of the uh, Northern European type countries too. Yeah, probably right. It's a it's a phenomena of. I feel like serial killer is kind of like a white thing. Well, like yeah, the the highly developed like first world or whatever it seems like yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 it's like it's this idea of everything is supposed to be put together. We're supposed to be living in this like kind of like you know a rich, rich fantasy or whatever. But it's like there's there's always these sort of these people in the shadows who don't you know what I mean are just discontented. And, and, and so it's it's strange how violence takes on just it, it, it visits every country. It just takes on very different forms. You know, you know it reminds me a lot of the uh, the George Carlin skit when when he's ta- when he's talking about you know how often uh, how awful human beings are. He's like, oh, okay, yeah, as, aw- fabulous, as yeah. awful as rats are, they're they're nature's most disgusting, gross creatures. Right? You will never see a rat. Fuck another dead right. rat. It wouldn't even occur to them. Yeah. <laughs> that is only something that is unique to the human condition. Yeah. And it's true. It's yeah. just for some reason. I don't know if it's something that the, the brain development also breeds further brain, you know, I don't want to say disdevelopment, but just uh, just breakdown, I guess, you know. It's, to me, it's like, It, it, it's it's almost like entropy, how, you know, things seem good, they seem good, they seem good, but there's always like this, there's always somebody or something even within ourselves that wants to sabotage that good thing and find a way to bring it crashing down, you know what I mean? I don't know, it's strange, but, but, uh. Well, it's just the great balance, you know? So, to change, to change the topic altogether, yeah. but I, I, I had a, uh, I, okay, so we. So we had this. I was thinking of a challenge for this episode. Oh yeah. Of toilet thoughts, you know, th- thoughts from the toilet. Now Liz brought up an interesting point earlier, which was, well, everybody on the toilet is on their phone, so whatever they see on their phone is going to occupy their thoughts. So, which is, you know, basically true. So I tried to challenge. I this is just these are some of my thoughts, but one of the things I think about a lot lately. When I've been on the toilet, is <laughs> deaths like dying on the toilet? I think about that sometimes, right? Always. You know I mean? Yes. I mean, 
Elvis has got to be the most famous death on the toilet, right? It's exactly <laughs> what comes to mind, right? He died on, he legit died on the toilet? Yeah. So Are we sure sto- about this? I, yeah, I looked it up. So here's the story. <laughs> he had been using um, a lot of prescription drugs, of course. I think most, like, well, I, I guess not, maybe not most people, but I, I feel like a lot of people know that. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, his story has been told. But he, he was using a lot of prescription drugs. And I guess the prescription drugs caused really bad constipation. constipation. Yeah. And so he, he was he couldn't go to sleep because he you know he had to move his bowels, but he was having trouble doing it. So he tells his this was after Priscilla, and I forgot her name, but he was married to someone new, and he had only been married to her for a couple months. So he said, "Hey, I'm going to go. You know, I'm going to go use the restroom." So he gets up out of bed, hey, and hey, and one of the things that okay, so before the days of the cell phone, everyone looks at the cell phone on the right? Then? Yes, Ginger. Okay. Wait, can we do an Elvis impression? Say, hey, yeah. baby, I'm going to go use the restroom. Uh, I'm going to go. I haven't been able to take a shit in a long time. I'm going to go take a shit. Think, okay, Elvis. So he goes in there. Hey, he goes in there. Now, one of the things we talked about is most people nowadays will look at their phone on the toilet. But back in those days, most people read. They, read they would newspaper have, or a book. A newspaper yeah, yeah. Or a book that was by the toilet. Yeah. So the book he had. He had a book? Yeah, and I think he had been reading it while he was trying to go to sleep. So he brought it to the bathroom with him. And it was a book about um, Jesus and the the Shroud of Turin. So basically the Shroud of Turin was basically the cloak that was supposed to be laid laid over the body of Jesus. Uh And his blood had imprinted on the Shroud. And so there's this facial image of Jesus on the Shroud or whatever. So there was a book written about that. So I guess Elvis was, you know considered himself a very religious, you know, Southern Baptist man. I think it was Southern Baptist. And so he was reading this book. And so he had just been taking a long time. So he was straining. He, they, they, it was eventually discovered he died, he died of a heart, heart attack. Heart attack, yeah. A heart attack. But he, it was Caused straining. Caused by lack of bowel movement. But I don't know. Like, he was straining really hard. And so she hears, like, a grunt. Like, oh, 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 oh. Like, Thomas. Oh so he, she goes, Elvis. So she goes up. Hey, she get, baby. So she gets up and she's Elvis. She opens the door and he was like, seriously, from the accounts, like seven or eight feet away from the toilet. So he literally was like, oh, and like freaking threw himself off the damn toilet. Like he was like jolted up off oh, the wait. toilet somehow. But wait. And his pajama pants were like around his ankles and he was like face down. Silas. Uh huh. Was there a turd in the toilet? Oh Did he God. get it out? That's a good question. No, there was no. De- Did he get it? Can out? Can we find? If anyone can find that out, I let might us know. Hit us up on the Instagram. I might give you a dollar. <laughs> give you they a, might, yeah. a one dollar. They find a giant turd in the. No, but you know, I, I'm, I'm. It was gonna, probably like a pebble. Okay. I was gonna. Yeah. <laughs> he got that one out before he died. <laughs> he died for that pebble. So it's important to note that the three of us have gone. Yes, we've, we've gone to Graceland. Graceland. Visited there we've together. Yeah, yeah. And but I don't think, but I wonder now, what's interesting is the that upstairs, house was, that if house you remember, was up. but if you remember, the upstairs was closed. It was, it was that, that so Elvis's most private quarters are still not open to the public, at least when we were there. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know if they are open Just currently. Yeah, that giant. So I bet you the throne, the throne that he died on. When the king died on his throne, I bet you, like, yeah, people... Well, yeah, no, we're not going to see that. But we saw that, like, we saw that downstairs, like, basement area, that, like, fuzzy shit everywhere. Mm -hmm. Remember, like, it was, like, his his den. That was the ground level, right? Or no? No, I think it was the basement. Was was it? There was the jungle room. 
Remember there was yeah, a jungle room that, that looked the big... like a jungle and it had the waterfall, a Who little waterfall. That? Was he like, was he the MJ of like the fucking 60s and 70s? Yeah, yeah. He was like the Michael Jackson of that. Like, yeah. Like he was the, yeah. Because like he, tr- he was the king of rock, right. like Michael he, Jackson was the king of pop. Yeah. So who, who took over that mantle for, so let's say that that was, you know, Elvis for that time. Uh-huh. And then you have MJ probably took up the mantle at, right after that, right? Would you say Prince somewhere? So, so Prince is somewhere in there. He kind of like right. like this. Whole... I guess I guess when I think of like I, the rock, Prince is n- did not have this. Don't I? I like Prince a lot, but he did not have the same MJ or Elvis, right? Yeah, I don't like. Yeah, no. Michael Claire. Jackson was the biggest. I in in a lot of ways, I feel like worldwide, worldwide. Maybe not in the United States, but worldwide, I think Michael Jackson may be. The biggest musical star of all time. Of all time. Like, everybody Nobody. knows who Michael Jackson is. There, I bet you there's some countries, like in, you know, uh, you know, certain remote countries, that they do not know Elvis. But everybody knows Michael Jackson. What? That's what I feel like. All right, all right. So, really sad note. Before we go, mm-hmm. what artist could pass away now that would have the same effect as an Elvis or a Michael Jackson? To, you know, the, the industry, to culture... To society. Beyonce. Is, do you really think so? I don't give a shit about Beyonce. You think she's the biggest star? You know what? Here's and what I, I cared say. about Michael like I, when Here's Michael what I Jackson passed away. I, I like, feel oh, like nowadays... And I, maybe and I'm I've, just so not in tune. I've talked to people about this. I think we're at a day and age where there's so many distractions, so many options online that we're never going to have the stars like we had back in the day, like the mega, mega star. I'm not saying it's not possible, but just nowadays, it just feels like there's a lot... There's... There's a, a lot more stars than there were back in the day. Like, back in the day, there weren't as many stars. So, like, when you were a star, you were, like, a household name. Everyone knew who you were, right? So, now it's, like, there's a lot of YouTube stars. There's a lot of online stars. There's, like, these little, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of um, pseudo stars that people follow online. Okay, so I have a theory. So, I think that there's, almost, there's only so much famous that can be given out into the world. Like, so, like famous credits. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So like, there's only like based on like like capital, right? So there's almost there's so much to go around. So if there's an avenue such as the internet and uh, places to uh, give that energy, so you know you can go out on Facebook, you can go out on Twitter, you can go out on Instagram, you can go out on Twitch. So there's only so much of this energy to get like these favorites to get from people right so back in the day michael jackson got a whole bunch mm-hmm. you know uh beyonce say still gets a whole bunch but what's happening it's spreading around to the sense to where it used to be a select few at the top got to get the majority of everybody's you know energy points. yeah points or energy and now there's so many people mm-hmm. that they have access to to give it to so now there's it's more dispersed. Like, it's dispersed. So it's yeah. dispersed. So there's a lot more yeah. little celebrities than there right. are big exactly. celebrities. Yeah, exactly. Right? And same yeah. thing with like shows now too. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So there's no Friends anymore. Right. There's no Seinfeld right. anymore. There's right. a whole bunch of Orange Is the New Black. There's a whole bunch of people. The whole blinders. nation, essentially, the whole nation was tuned in to these handful of shows. Right. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Now. Why am I going to – I don't know what the hell's going on yeah. on NBC, ABC because I'm, I'm on Reddit. I'm on all these other the platforms. So 
Yeah, it's interesting. It's just there's just uh, there's a lot of options, and so I guess that's why I feel like those kind of mega stars like Michael Jackson, yeah. Prince, it's never gonna happen. You know, Elvis is just yeah. I I I'm not saying it'll never happen again. Maybe if if somehow the major companies consolidate and put together and like decide that they want to push, you know, like a, some kind of mega star. Like I feel like the closest thing to it, like strangely enough, as far as celebrity goes the kardashians as sad as that sound like like are they they seem to be like love them or hate them they seem to be like a household name that yeah but like he was saying like which would bring like what celebrity would bring like an emotional reaction though oh yeah beloved like i mean prince had a huge reaction i I feel like someone who went and got a tattoo right okay i feel like the, the last big one was robin williams and that was five years ago today i think was it today i don't know yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. It was five years ago today. I guarantee it. Yeah. Let me that was really up. sad. Yeah. But still, like, yeah, yeah, he was, like, still a current celebrity. But he was so, so big for all of us because it was from even our childhood. Yeah. That yeah, was from yeah. so long ago. And know? it was the same thing with Prince. What's Prince represented today? a piece of our What's childhood. today? today? Yeah. The 12th? Um, it is the 11th. Yep. Five years ago today. Wow. It's been five wow. years. Wow. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I feel like yeah. that, that was the last one that kind of like shook me a little bit. I re- you know, I remember I was at work when I found out that he passed. Somebody had mentioned it on their phone. I was like, oh, wow. And I was just thinking about it. And there was someone I was working with at the time. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to be sick. And went pale and like went. It was Jack. Remember Jackie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I went to the bathroom and like puke. Like she was like seriously that distraught wow. about it. Because I guess apparently Robin Williams was a personal hero. I remember when Michael Jackson died. We were all together when Michael oh, Jackson yeah. died. Yeah. We were in uh, uh, San Francisco. Remember, we thought... We were no. in Oakland. Were we in Oakland? No. Oh, no, uh, no we, we were, were at Papa's house. house. We were, we were, in, we were in Grass Valley. Yeah. So so Johnny, Johnny, Johnny had mentioned... We thought. Remember, we thought he was we joking. Was like, Come joke. on, get out of here. That he didn't die. I was like, no, he's dead. I was like, what? Yeah. Stop, you know? Yeah. But it's interesting. I mean, I guess it shouldn't be surprising, especially the more you learn about the details of how he was, his body was being treated. So what but. was the first celebrity passing that you remember? Mine was... Uh, oh, that's a good question. John Candy. Yeah. That was the first one that I really remember was John Candy. I remember John Candy passing. Yeah. And I remember that being a big deal for uh, at least my parents' generation. They, they were like, oh, wow, that's crazy. I can't believe that happened. Because he died of a heart attack when he was like, what, in his 40s? Yeah, 40s, yeah. I'm um, trying to think, oh, wow, that's a good question. The and then earliest after that, celebrity death I remember. And then after that, I remember uh, uh, Kurt Cobain was was. I remember one. him dying, yeah. Okay, oh, wait. Who was the um, SNL actor whose wife? Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman. I remember that. I remember watching yeah. the news. Phil Hartman. Yeah. Okay, what year is that? Something like ninety five. Okay, I remember that, 96, and then I yeah. also remember watching the news um, when Princess Diana was in the hospital before she'd been declared dead. 97? That was like 97, 98. Yeah. So those are the two. Those are the two big ones for you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I remember all those. I'm trying to remember the very earliest for me. Mine I, had to have been Dark Candy for the earliest. I, I can't think of anything earlier than that. Oh, I was going to Burger yeah. King. I'm driving to Burger King. And I remember like, Shopping. I'm always going to remember this. Hey, what do you call me, fat when I was little? <laughs> <laughs> we ate at Burger King today, Thomas. Oh, you did? We, we had the impossible. We tried the impossible. Is it good? It tasted like a Whopper. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like... 
it, like it tasted like you went and got a shitty whopper yeah yeah there you go yeah uh, so it succeeded not like not like it was a bad version of a whopper like you know how you go to burger king and you're like yeah you get a shitty burger right right yeah, it tasted what it tastes like, like that yeah oh okay it, it, so it's kind of disappointing a little bit I mean, yeah. Because you know, you a could, little bit that was disappointing about yeah, it. Yeah, because it's the shitty. It's not like a really good Whopper. The fact like, that you were oh, eating a yeah. Whopper at Burger King. But like, now, but was it, the, now was it made improperly or was it because of the Impossible No, they burger? just make like sloppy shit yeah. at Burger yeah. King, right? Yeah. Yeah. I had yeah. chopped lettuce and it doesn't like, look way like... too much mayo and a half a tomato that was worth eating. Yeah. So you were just getting the run-of-the-mill Whopper. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it was... Like almost six dollars. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I'm glad we tried it. I yeah. feel like I feel like I've yeah. had. I can remember having like really, really enjoying the Whopper. Right. I've missed the Whopper. I always ate but... the double cheeseburgers. I ate the double cheeseburgers. So I remember yeah. those are probably actually better. If you, yeah, you're right. Yeah, they were they, yeah, so good. Yeah, the cheeseburgers were probably better. I like the cheese, just the regular cheeseburger. No, but the double cheeseburger. Yeah, I don't remember. Well, the like I said, I was a little fatty. That was good. But I don't remember. I remember Burger or McDonald's having the double cheeseburger, eating a lot, plenty of double cheeseburgers at McDonald's. Well, they have both, yeah. Yeah, but I don't remember Burger King having. But I would oh, get the Burger single King. cheeseburger. The cheeseburger was my favorite at Burger King, though. Mm. I like the Whopper, but mm. yeah. Oh, I also got the 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 spicy that that long spicy chicken sandwich. Yeah, that was good too. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was that was a good one. Do you guys remember when Burger King switched up their fries for the first time? They had Free Friday, like way back when we were like twelve and like fourteen or fifteen or something. Like, they completely changed their fries to make them, like, crispy. Like, you guys remember that? Oh, yeah, they had yeah, a yeah, huge yeah. promotion. Oh, I yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're right, yeah. And they're like, we're going to give out And the Wendy's fries. did it, too. Remember the Wendy's with the sea salt? They yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Thing? No, yeah. That was decade. That was, like, that was a while. decade later after that, though. Yeah, no, you're right, yeah. <clears throat> God, you add some sea salt to that shit, and, you know, you're good to go. Well, remember, you can't stop the clock. You can't even slow it down. That's why time is best spent with good conversation with good friends. So until next time, please join us.